This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 286, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I talk to Boom Boom Cannon about the greatest sporting event in the world. The World Cup. Because yes, it starts next week. But if you're not a football fan, don't worry. As we do not talk about teams or players or tactics or anything like that. We actually recorded another podcast which will be out next week which is specifically for football fans but in today's podcast we talk about things such as the English National Anthem which is the song they sing at the beginning of the match has now changed because Queen Elizabeth is no longer with us so it's not God save the Queen, it's now God save the King. And you can get our thoughts on that in the episode. We share memories from previous World Cups and funny stories. Obviously, because this is rock and roll English, that's what we do. And one of the stories involves the term top off. Now, if you have your top off, you have no shirt on okay you are naked on the top part of your body just remember that okay i will talk to you all again at the end enjoy the episode happy listening boom boom cannon how are you today i'm very well martin how are you very well this is the third time i've asked you how you are because <laughs> i said it at the beginning of the call then we recorded next week's podcast which is a bit strange now i'm getting a bit confused with all this time difference thing which also happened when you text me about mm. recording you said to me let's meet at 5 uk time but this one hour difference between like europe and the uk it really is too much for my small brain. This isn't the first time it's happened. I think <laughs> I just get confused. Is it going forward or backwards sometimes? Well, I think I said your time rather mm. than UK. And I think that's where, in hindsight, where I went wrong. Well, uh, that that normally helps. Um, but just my brain <laughs> is too small. Just It just can't quite grasp the, the concept because, of a different time somewhere else. Yeah, because I specifically put it in your time for 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 that reason yeah (laughs) and yet you still managed to get confused yeah and now we're recording a podcast after recording a podcast that's coming out next week my my brain is just fucking all All over over the place place. (laughs) um but anyway boom boom how do we usually start the show surely with a review oh yes do you think we have a review of course of course and what a review i don't think i'm pretty sure i haven't read this with you but i have sent this to you which i only discovered fairly recently okay a real beauty um a five star itunes review always the best it says great stuff for english learners it's from chase gr91 it um and it says martin brackets and bum bum (laughs) (laughs) b-u-m 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 B-U-M. So for people that are not familiar with what bum means in English, it's arse. Or if you're familiar with the American term, ass. 
So this person obviously got boom, boom, confused with bum, bum. A name which we could continue if you want, boom, boom, bum, bum. I quite like bum, bum, <laughs> in a way. Um, I'm not, I don't know. Could could be interpreted in different different ways, couldn't it, Bam Bam? <laughs> it could. It could. <laughs> take it uh, but, take it how you want it, I think. But uh So but that that's not just the review though, Martin okay. <laughs> and Bam Bam. It does continue. Maybe they mean Martin maybe they're addressing it to Martin and your bum. <laughs> <laughs> Martin and his exactly. bum. Exactly. <laughs> could be. <laughs> could be. Uh Martin and he also has a sexy exactly. bum is yeah, what it yeah. says here. <laughs> yeah, sure. And hairy bum, <laughs> sure. Um, so, okay, w- w- let's try to get past the first line of this review. Martin and Bum Bum 2 is hilarious. He covers loads of interesting topics whilst incorporating new verbs, adjectives, slang words. Highly recommended. So thank you very much for that, Chase GR91. It, But still, a, a mention, boom, boom. Yeah, solid mention and maybe a new nickname as well <laughs> so what more could you ask for um so on to today's pod boom boom where we are talking about the world cup so we've just recorded next week's podcast where it's a detailed look now we're just talking about more general okay relaxed approach mm. for non-football although fans, okay i'd say detailed look is uh maybe a bit misleading for the conversation we just had <laughs> There's mainly two men who haven't done their research talking about old football players who they well, remember. That's basically what every <laughs> podcast and Rock and Roll English is. If we record a podcast about, I don't know, we recorded one about Spain. It's two people that don't know anything about Spain talking about true. Spain. Okay, Very true. That's what they all are, boom, boom. Um, so, World Cup starts next week. Okay. Are you excited? I don't think I've I've got into the sort of excitement sort of space for the World Cup yet. It's too it's the wrong time of year. Still very much in oh. Premier League sort of mode, particularly with the way Arsenal are doing at the moment. So remember, boom boom. This is non-specific. Okay, people don't know who Arsenal are. Okay, <laughs> is that too? I've gone too detailed by mentioning Arsenal. Too okay. detailed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but no, I haven't really uh, haven't really got into the World Cup sort of frame of mind yet. Mm. Yeah, this one of the things actually um, I was thinking, because obviously this is the very first World Cup to be held in the mm. winter. This is one of my facts. <laughs> um, and I thought, as especially as an English teacher, is the perfect job for World Cups and football tournaments, because you normally work less in the summer. So you're thinking, brilliant, right, prepared for this. To to come in the winter, it's like did they not think about English teachers that want to <laughs> that want to watch this World Cup? It's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. I mean, particularly it only dawned on me uh, in the last few days that England's first game, for instance, I think is kind of middle of the day kind of time. I can't remember, like two or three o'clock or um, one p.m. UK time. Boom, boom. So is it one p.m. UK? So two p.m. Swedish time. You yeah. do the maths. You do the maths. <laughs> we won't rely on you for that. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, right? Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> Plus five, minus three. Um, uh, yeah. No. Which is just an awkward, very awkward time, like Monday afternoon uh, when you're working. Yeah. True. But at the same time, this. 
is a benefit of working for yourself so you can arrange your schedule and i have already arranged to go to the pub with corporal coma to watch that match so we will be going there having a few non-alcoholic beers and then <laughs> go back to work in the afternoon yeah. both of us i imagine <laughs> yeah that's uh non-alcoholic beers are gonna be probably quite important for that are you gonna stick to that i can see that kind of going out the window once England if England score <laughs> yeah, well you know me boom boom I'll probably probably just neck about five pints so neck just drink them really quick have my shirt off get in a punch up start punching someone that's just a standard standard day at the pub for me isn't I did it? actually once watch an England game with Corporal Coma where he did actually get quite aggressive toward towards a Swedish fan uh so wow so be um not in sweden this he wasn't we were in london it was england versus sweden and it was the most because he's you know he's quite calm you know he's not really one for yeah for uh finding trouble but he uh he got a bit carried away (laughs) (laughs) that's that's just what football can do to you boom boom but one of the great benefits of things like world cups is it brings people together so for example me and Corporal Coma now, we've we've got this, we're going to go to the pub and you think, right, spend some, a bit of QT with some, with some mm, friends, hey? Absolutely. Um, so that one, one of the great benefits of football tournaments, but yeah, winter. Not ideal, no. Yeah. Um, now there are a few political issues surrounding the World Cup. Oof, okay. Wasn't expecting you to go there, but... We're not going there, boom, boom. Okay, good, <laughs> the, good. I'm just mentioning that we're not okay. going there, okay? Um, also because, you know, I used to think I'm a really good football fan. I know everything. The problem these days is you need to know about mm. politics as well to know to be a football fan. And I know bugger all about politics. So it's like my status as a football fan has also decreased now because politics has... Yeah, sort of in our day growing up in terms of, say, like club ownership, it was maybe all this local person who, I don't know, has a works in the steel industry. Um, (laughs) Boom, boom. We're not like in our (laughs) 80s here. (laughs) My my granddad who worked down a mine is is buying Manchester United. (laughs) No, I mean like a steel magnate, you know, sort of owns his own company. I'm thinking the Jack Walker type. I mean, that's that's now definitely probably not suitable. (laughs) I mean, we said don't get specific. And you're talking about someone that bought Blackburn Rovers in the early 90s. (laughs) I think even if someone knows a lot about football from another country, they don't know who Jack Walker Walker. is. Good point. Um, But no, the contrast I was going to make is often now it's like nation nation states essentially who are owning football clubs so it gets yeah it gets very political but yeah i i I do i do have uh there there are some serious uh some serious issues with qatar but uh we can we can perhaps save them for another discussion another Mm. day yeah so i read as well this is the first world cup in history without queen elizabeth Mm -hmm. in history Wow. In history, because the first World Cup was in 1930. I mean, she wasn't queen then, oh, okay. but she was, she was alive. She was alive. Um, and so, yeah, there's another fact for you that you can tell people. And what sort of impact do you think they'll have on uh, the tactics that the managers <laughs> deploy? <laughs> I'll tell you what impact it will have is singing God Save the King. Mm. I mean, this, I suppose, will be the first 
like big thing that's where people need to sing that and i mean i was never comfortable with god save the queen but you know whatever your thoughts on the monarchy and i know boom boom you share <laughs> the same thoughts as i do but she was a nice person obviously she was like kind of like your, like your grandmother kind of thing mm. but charles i don't mm. i'm not i refuse to call him king charles is <laughs> just he's just like that and He's just got an annoying face as well, hasn't he? Like and to sing God Save the King just makes makes my stomach feel sick. Makes me oh Yeah, it feels uh feels wrong. I think for like some people they'll like it will be they wouldn't have realised that that even changes, if that makes sense. Mm. Because <laughs> we've, we've had it for we'll so long. We're singing it wrong. Yeah. You made it good. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's king now. It's <laughs> yeah. king. It's king. But get it right. Yeah, next I actually time. think that could ha- that could happen. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, that is a strange, I, strange one. I suppose yeah. actually the pronoun has changed as well. So send her, Victoria. Send him. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, send him, Victor. Exactly. Send him, Victorious. It's such a ridiculous national anthem. I think <laughs> it is making. Yeah, it I'm, is. I'm actually at the moment just watching. Uh, we've been watching The Crown. Do you, do you watch mm. this at all? I refuse to watch that even for well, that. I'm so. I've. I mean, I am. As you know, I'm. I'm. You know. Yeah, not. Uh, I'm quite. An, I'm very anti-monarchy, um, but it's 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 quite an entertaining TV show. And in, in fact, it actually gives you often more kind of ammo for disliking the monarchy. So it could be quite good in that sense. But in the new series, uh, the actor playing Prince Charles, you know, he's a he's a good-looking guy, natural charisma. Like when you see him on screen, he's sort of, you know, quite like him in a way. And then it's like, yeah, but that's Prince Charles. <laughs> and it's it's just not good. It's not good casting, yeah. I don't think. For, for example, I notice you say Prince Charles as well. It's impossible to say yeah. King Charles, well, isn't yeah. it? Like that's just not happening. Forget it. So if you're listening, Charles, it's just not happening. It's not gonna okay, happen. not going to happen. Um, so this is the second time a World Cup has been in Asia. The first time in an Arab country, mm. um, and obviously the second time. The first time was in Japan and South Korea. Of course, yeah. And when that happened, I remember having to wake up at 6.30 in the morning. I remember once in particular waking up at 6.30 to watch England against Nigeria. Finished nil-nil. So, (laughs) and obviously at that point, like we were like 17 coming up 18. And in the summer, the last thing you want to be doing is waking up at 6.30 in the morning when you're that age for a nil-nil. It was. I think I must have wiped that memory, that game from my memory altogether. <laughs> I reckon I woke up, watched a nil-nil, went back to bed, and it's like it never happened because I cannot remember it. <laughs> was that a dream? Yeah. <laughs> was that the most boring dream I've ever yeah. had in my life? I, d- I do often dream about nil-nils, actually. So, <laughs> yeah, good... some kids, yeah. some kids draw dream about scoring the winning goal in a World Cup final. We just dream about England, Nigeria, nil-nil. Yeah, a low uh, low defensive block. <laughs> That's what my dreams are made of. <laughs> Wayward efforts on goal. <laughs> but uh, the crazy thing about that World Cup, to give people an idea of the culture in England, was pubs opened mm. at 6.30 in the morning because it was like football, so football, beer, they, you know, they go hand in hand. And pubs opened at that time and... I'm not sure if it was that match, but certainly one of the matches I remember my brother going to the pub at like 
6.30 in the morning and continued drinking <laughs> the whole day. And it was one of the few times we actually went out together in the evening. And that was basically why I don't think we ever went out again in the evening because he was in such a state, obviously since drinking like from 6.30 in the morning. And we went oh. out at about 8 o'clock at night. So that's more than 12 hours. Wow. Uh, but th- yeah, just the idea of waking up and just immediately having a beer. That's horrible. I don't know. Do they do that in other countries? I don't know. But I don't think that would be as um, definitely as much of a thing here in Sweden at all. No. They are uh, far less likely to head to the pub for a, for a football mm. match, even even for an evening game, let alone a six thirty in the morning <laughs> game. So. Uh, yeah but that's just that's what happens in England um so yeah we already mentioned that obviously this is going to be in the winter and from a personal point of view this will be the first tournament I've watched in England I was at home for one match in the 2014 World Cup but except that the first World Cup I watched in Italy was 2010 Mm. so I haven't watched a tournament in England since well actually 2006 um and so of that 2010 world cup in italy i remember i lied i literally just arrived and so obviously didn't no one really knew me i I kind of like invited myself to go out with some people to watch the match where england lost against germany Mm. i didn't speak the language so i tried to keep myself to myself and in that match england scored a goal which should have been a goal which they didn't give Mm -hmm. and I just remember going absolutely (laughs) fucking mental and kicking a plastic chair across this bar (laughs) Uh, (laughs) good way to make friends (laughs) (laughs) probably explains why I didn't make many friends for the next 12 years in Italy that guy seems nice (laughs) what guy the guy that just kicked the chair across the bar (laughs) And isn't really talking to anyone. Yeah. Doesn't speak the language. But the mm. other problem I had was because it was summer in Italy, really hot, and I kicked this plastic chair. Obviously, I was wearing flip-flops. <laughs> and even if you kick a plastic chair, it really hurts. And my foot was fucking killing me for like the next week. <laughs> yeah, generally, I think if you're wearing flip-flops, don't kick anything, plastic <laughs> or otherwise. <laughs> It's a good rule. It's a good rule to have. Don't kick anything. <laughs> um, but I, I I, couldn't help myself. So um, in this World Cup, mm. I think it's the game against America on a Friday night. And then again, Corporal Coma said to me, okay, yeah. do you want to go out and watch that? And I thought the idea of going out in England on a Friday night to watch a World Cup match, I said... Absolutely not. Let's watch that one at home. <laughs> yeah, I think particularly, like, you know, your group stage game, actually, I'd say it's, I mean, most games anyway, maybe you want a bit of atmos- uh, atmosphere as you get later in the tournament, but but sitting at home in front of your TV with a few beers is much, yeah. much oh, more yeah. my way of doing it these days. Yeah, yeah. most most definitely. Mm. Um, and so a, a tournament, obviously, that actually this wasn't a World Cup. We watched, do you remember in Thailand, Boom Boom, 2004, <laughs> We we watched a World Cup. So, yeah, if I think of how many World Cups or tournaments I've seen in England as an mm. adult, then the number's actually quite low. The one I do remember for me, which was massive, was the 2002 World Cup because we, was, mm. we were 17 then. So, like, well, obviously, like, you just start doing new things like drinking. I, I, was, I was driving. And when we beat 
Argentina. Argentina, yeah. That day, uh, quite rather embarrassingly thinking of thinking back i remember getting in my car because i'd only recently <laughs> passed my driving license uh, my driving test with corporal coma the hellraiser i think was there and driving in like the city where we live um and i had no shirt on um, <laughs> <laughs> and because the shirt i was wearing was an english shirt with seven beckham on the back david beckham obviously mm. and i think the hellraiser might have had that out the window at this point and i was driving around without my top on so but presumably he didn't force you to take it off <laughs> i like to tell people now that he did because thinking back of how embarrassing that is driving around with no top on with the top out of the window uh, wow I, I, I like to tell people he had a gun to my head to uh to to make me do that because i can't think of why it was, you know, it was O2, tops off, tops off were more of a thing. <laughs> well, speaking of tops off in O2, um, after one of the matches, I went um, I went out and I remember I had to get some money out. So, and as I, I went to get some money out, I don't know, maybe you couldn't pay by card in 2002. <laughs> you had to pay with cash, I don't know. Um, so, and as I was going, I just, a car hit their horn and I turned around and a girl was out of the car and just lifted up her top and just but in a polite way to say got her tits out (laughs) and I remember turning around just thinking wow like this is like this is what being an adult is like going out like football world cup okay so when you said this was still we're still in world cup 02 this isn't just another time during 2002 no it was it it wasn't england against san marino (laughs) in a qualifier i i think i i got quite focused on the top coming off part and and sort of forgot the context we're still talking uh this is post-match england of one (laughs) yeah of course did she see you (laughs) sorry this is such a ridiculous scene did she? Did she see you with your top off? <laughs> she saw me with my top off and thought, "Right, well, let's get mine off as well." Then having <laughs> some of that, that looks good. I'll have a bit of that. <laughs> it's a strange oh, thing, boom boom. If you take your top off, everyone else starts doing it as well. <laughs> yeah, I might try it. <laughs> okay so we are going to continue this conversation in the family area so if you want to listen to all of the episode and the 1000 extra episodes that's right 1000 go to rockandrollenglish.com then click become a member so let's have a look at some of that vocab and a little bit of pronunciation just right at the end where we were talking about the girl who lifted up her top because she saw me with my top off and boom boom said was that why she did it and then i said this i'll have a bit of that so that is I will have a bit of that. But notice in connected speech, it becomes, I'll have a bit of that. 
So the H of have, we have lost that. And now because of that, the L in I'll, I will, has now linked to have. So it's I'll have. I'll have a bit of that. It is also some nice vocabulary to say, yeah, I like that. I think I'm going to do that too. So let's have a look at the vocabulary. Sorry, I do have a bit of a cold. So we were talking about the confusion of the time. And Boom Boom said, in hindsight, I probably should have said something else. So in hindsight, when you look back on something you did or something you said, and you think, mm, maybe that wasn't a good idea, you can say, in hindsight, it wasn't such a good idea. And I mentioned how my brain can't grasp the concept of the time difference. So to understand, to grasp. And I said, my brain is all over the place. I'm confused. And I mentioned how in the other podcast we have a detailed look at the World Cup. And Boom Boom said maybe detailed is a bit misleading. So not quite true. And he also said he hasn't got in the World Cup frame of mind yet. So like the mental state for the World Cup, let's say. And he also said it only dawned on me in the last few days that the World Cup is starting very soon. So if it only dawns on you, you only just realise. I then mentioned when I watched the match, the first match of Corporal Coma, I'll probably neck five pints of beer. So when you neck a pint, you drink it in just one like that and then get in a punch up. So a punch up, a fight. Just to be clear, neither of those things will happen. And Boom Boom said that Corporal Coma got a bit carried away at a match once. So when you get carried away, you get, let's say, overexcited. I mentioned how I know bugger all about politics. So that's a very slang way to say nothing. We mentioned about spending some QT with friends, some quality time, some QT. And Boom Boom mentioned The Crown, the TV programme, and said it gives you more ammo to dislike the monarchy. So more ammunition, ammo. I mentioned how we were 17 coming up 18 in 2002, so nearly 18. I mentioned how football and beer in England go hand in hand, they go together. I also said when I arrived in Italy, I tried to keep myself to myself, so not to talk too much, not to really say much, except kick plastic chairs. We spoke about tops off also at the beginning of the show, I also mentioned how I had to get some money out. Notice this is the term when you have to go to the bank machine to get money out. I mentioned how a car was passing by and they hit the horn. So that's what the term is for the car. Hit the horn. And then we finished with, I'll have a bit of that. So thanks everyone for listening. I will talk to you all very soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.